It is a gloomy, cloudy day in New York City, the home of Spider-Man. My name is Tom Caswell. I am joined by the amazing, spectacular, the ultimate Cade Onda. Cade, my friend, how are you today? Uh, great. Gross blended. Sorry, sorry. I I, <laughs> I was like, I, I I forget what last week's uh, yeah, added it, one was. It, so it I was like, you know what? It's <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's better nip it in the bud while we can. It's uh, very nice here in Iowa. Very very sunny. <sighs> you lucky bastard. Yeah, it's not yes. not gr- not great. Not great out here in New York. I have a barbecue later this evening, but I just really uh, hope that it kind of clouds part before that happens. But we'll, we'll yeah. see. we will see. Uh, okay, so this week we are talking about chapters 11 and 12 of the Neogenic Nightmare. So episodes 11 and 12 of season 2 of the 90s animated series. And uh, this, these episodes as we have mentioned last week, are not the best. That being said, I also don't think they're as terrible as I was worried, but I had my expectations really, really low. (laughs) But they they are a mess for all intents and purposes. They are... I don't... They're definitely not as bad as the Spider Slayer episode. They're not. They're not. They... They they are you know maybe a few episodes above those worst ones, but they're still yeah. I I think I think it helps that we are, we are invested in these character stories, whereas with yeah. the Spider Slayer episodes, we literally I just got the care. Lizard episode. So yeah. which surprise, Lizard shows up in the so for some reason. Dr. Kurt Connors is a huge part of this storyline, and I'm like, there's <laughs> too many characters. Like, come on. Hmm. Anyway, let's just jump right into it. Let's just get through it. This will be a nice quick. Oh, one episode. thing before we jump into that. Mm. Um, just wanted to plug. We did a last oh, part yes. two spoiler cast this week, which is on uh, GameZone.com and also our YouTube channel. Uh, there's apparently like 50 other Game Zones on YouTube because they, there are. like a long time ago, you know, they had like. You just had your username, but then you could change the actual name and it's your URL. Now it's confusing, but it's like youtube.com slash gamezone online. Right. Uh, and you'll be able to find it there. Yeah. If you, uh, it's it's like two hours. It's, it's, a, it's a nice long chat. I think it's the perfect amount of time to spend. Um, and I was rewatching one of my favorite streamers replay the ending last night. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. This is a good game. It's a good game. Uh, yeah, if you I, if you go yeah youtube.com forward slash gamezone online, but also I'm sure if you just search gamezone sport last of a spoiler cast, like you might be able to find it as yeah. well. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I, I heavily if you have finished The Last of Us Part Two and are looking for a good meaty discussion, uh I I honestly think we, we make a lot of good points and we're yeah. certainly vindicated in the following days <laughs> when more information came out from the horse's mouth at Naughty Dog and Neil Druckmann yeah. confirmed a lot of what we were feeling, so that that was great. Exactly. Um, anything else you want to plug? Your Bikini Bottom video is doing good there on as well. Go check that out while... Yeah. Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, Ultimate Unboxing, whatever that <laughs> 300. <laughs> yeah. so, so, sounds, sounds like the trinkets and stuff in that might have been better than the actual game. 
Oh, the in the the collector edition. Yeah. Yeah, the game's pretty rough. Like, yeah. I give it a seven because I'm like, okay, I can't fault it for like being what it was back then. Right. You know, like I feel like that's wrong. So I, I try not to go only one point on five steps lower than The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> yeah, again, again, this is all context based. Mm. It's not. It's, it's not slightly worse than The Last of Us or anything. It's not what I was saying. Right. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I can't 100% uh, SpongeBob because the game glitched on me and doesn't spawn. All the collectibles, all the co- Jesus collectibles. Now it's it's kind of a disaster. So that's that's great. Um, okay, well, they, some, some something that is a, a huge step down from either The Last of Us Part Two or Bikini Bottom, rehydrated. Yes. Chapter Eleven: The Tablet of Time. So this episode opens with explorers. They find an all. Is it Aztec? Is that what? They kept the yeah, Olmec. I, I think it's Aztecs or Mayans or something. I don't know. Right, it's it's some uh, some ancient civilization. They, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like it is Aztec, but it might have also been like a made up one as well that sounded like Aztec. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, Let me see. And obviously, none of this is based in any kind. Of Toltec. <laughs> Toltec. That's right. Toltec. Okay, so they find an old Toltec ruins, these explorers, uh, and they find, they walk in, and they find the Tablet of Time. And we cut to a news broadcast on J3 Communications, and basically the Tablet of Time is an object in history that is, was, you know, a a legend that was rumored to hold the secret to eternal life and, and eternal youth. Um, and basically, on this news broadcast, it is expressed that people want to buy it. Like, it's priceless. Like, you can't buy this thing because there's no amount of money that, you know, could possibly donate that uh, usefulness. And uh, I love it because... um, like Kingpin is just like casually like boxing dudes. <laughs> like he's casually just like wrestling yeah. dudes, and he's like, hmm, "The tablet of time, I must have it." <laughs> um, and in the news broadcast, they also explain that the tablet will go to Empire State University, where uh, Kurt Connors is going to study the the uh, the tablet. Um, Pretty standard setup, um, you know, for for this episode and and what what's going to come, but it gets messy very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, everyone wants this tablet. Kingpin wants this tablet. Silvermane wants this tablet. The guy from who tried to take over the Kingpin's empire at the beginning of the season with the whole Insidious Six arc, he's interested in the tablet specifically because he wants, you know, eternal youth. Um, and he also has, like, I love the fact that they try and hide who his daughter is at first, as if, like, we don't very quickly know who it is. Um, but his daughter is, is there behind him, and he's like, oh, daughter, I will be young again. I will strike fear into the hearts of my enemies. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess I understand his motivation being a decrepit old man. Uh, and NK, uh, let's talk about this, the really bad 
really long CG shot with the like Empire yeah. State Building to yeah. the port. Man, oh man. They seem to be getting worse, honestly. <laughs> Not better. <laughs> and yeah, I think I think at this point they were like doubling down. You know what I mean? Like they were like, oh, let's fucking let's have this sweeping shot where it starts at the Empire uh the Statue of Liberty and then moves to the moves to the port where they're unloading the tablet and then oh yeah, and it's meant to be like a helicopter because a helicopter's flying in. Ooh, it's rough. It looks mm-hmm. like they took like PS like the graphics from the video game for this series from the ps1 and just like shove them right in here and it just like why why mm-hmm. um anyway so that the the explorers the discoverers are unloading the tablet when hammerhead shows up with some cronies to come steal it um but spidey's there as well because spidey was basically like Someone's going to try and steal this thing. Like, he knew. He was like, ah, <laughs> like fucking clockwork. Um, so Hammerhead tries to, like, ram him with his fucking head, which is made of adamantium, which I don't know if yeah. that's... Is that in the comics? It's adamantium? I believe so. Yeah. I'll look. It might be some interpretations, and maybe not in all theirs. I'll look. Yeah, I thought it was just, like, steel, you know, like, he just had, like, a metal head, but I didn't... <laughs> I didn't know it was adamantium, but that does make sense that it's like some like if you get hit with this thing, it's not going to be pretty. Um, do you think they'll introduce adamantium in the MCU, or do you think it's just going to be vibranium for Wolverine's claws? That's a really good question. Well, doesn't adamantium and vibranium do they like so one ad- counteract the other? So uh, adamantium is meant to be like an alloy, so it's vibranium yeah. mixed with stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, but I feel like they might just... For, like, just call it... You know, just keep it... Yeah. Keep it I, as vibrant. I don't know. I mean, I guess they they might just say that Wolverine has adamantium claws or whatever, but... Because I feel like people would be really weirded out by him having vibranium claws, but I, I, I don't know. Um, oh, you mean like people on... make a stink? Yeah. Oh, they're meant to be uh, adamantium. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it says here on his Wikipedia page that his he has an adamantium laced skull and upper body. So. Wow. Oh, and the upper body. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And that's because that's my thing. I'm watching him like running around ramming stuff with his head. I'm like, his neck's got to be made of the same stuff, otherwise he's gonna break yeah. it. Like his body's got to absorb, you know, the sh- the shock of all this. Totally. Because uh, he does just do a lot of ramming stuff, and it is that it is that old like video game trope of yeah, like charge, jumping out of the way. Over. Yeah, if you have stuff the fucking rhino. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> Anytime you fight the rhino in a Spider-Man video game, you know exactly what the exactly the gameplay is going to be. It never changes. Never changes. <laughs> um, it uh, it was funny to me in in the second episode. Mm-hmm. When uh, he lands the helicopter and Spider-Man's on top of an AC unit, like not even that high above him, I know. And he just charged into the vent, and Spider-Man just looks at him like, "The fuck?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spidey just like ju- Spidey like jumps off, and it's weird because it's like, yeah, it. 
when I was watching that, I was like, he wasn't even aiming for Spidey. He was just going no, for the air vent the underneath. What the fuck? I, I don't know if he was trying to knock the whole vent off the, the roof or what, right. but clearly he overestimated his abilities. Uh, so he he ends up knocking Spider-Man into like a fish barge. So like I guess all of these fish, like when they capture, they're getting processed too. Didn't really understand this machinery, but it he's about to get cut up by this thing that just like purees fish. And the animation for him flailing around in the fish was fucking hilarious. I don't know if you were paying too much attention to it, but you you got to go back and watch it because it's the most awkward thing I think I've ever seen Spider-Man do. <laughs> um, and they get the uh, hammerhead... Uh, Gets the tablet of time, but Spidey is able to escape at the last minute and actually snatch it off of the helicopter. So the helicopter flies away and Spidey has saved the tablet of time. The cops show up and they're about to arrest Spider-Man when the explorer's like, nah, dude, like he's the hero, like he saved it and all that. Uh. And the cops are like, something smells here. And they're like, what? And they're like, no, something really smells. And it's Spidey because he's covered in fish juice. Of course. Fish juice. Um... So, <laughs> so Hammerhead comes to Silvermane and explains, hey, man, I fucked up. We don't have the tablet, all this shit. And Silvermane's like, you're useless. Get out of here. And then he's like, get out of here with your life. Like, this episode, like, I think you were right that the restrictions might have lifted a little bit because the the threats that are made in this episode on, like, a bunch of different counts... Mm-hmm. Um, are like all a little bit more kind of sinister than um, uh, in previous episodes because he's like he's like you he's like be grateful that you're leaving here with your life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is where we get the scene with with Silvermane uh, and his daughter, who we don't we're like. Who could this be? Who is this mystery woman? Maybe it'll be the <laughs> woman that's introduced to us in the very next scene. Uh, <laughs> and Silvermane recounts to her the Toltex um, whole ceremony that they used to have where they would take their most aged warriors, have them race to the top of the pyramid, and whoever got to the top got uh, to be their youth revitalized. And we see that they use like a sun portal, like um, basically like a fucking sky what what do you call those a sky box you know like um to let the sun in from the from the ceiling what they they have like a ceiling a thing that they open and it lets the sun into the pyramid oh, oh sky sky yeah. line sky i know you're talking about you know what I'm talking no about. i don't know the fucking right right what the fuck is that thing called <laughs> uh, uh i think it is skylight is what it's called but anyway so oh it, yeah in a building yeah yeah, in a building, right? So the the sun comes in, and then it ping pongs all over the pyramid, and then it hits the tablet, and then it hits the dude, and he becomes super young. And so that's what Silvermane's trying to do to himself. Um, and he's like all pissed because he's like, if only I had my youth, I could crush my enemies. We flash back to Kingpin, throw him out of a helicopter, and all that jazz. Uh, and then we cut to the Kingpin's mansion, and he's having dinner with Vanessa. And I'm like, holy shit, like, Vanessa's in this. I did not know mm-hmm. that we ever got a glimpse I didn't know into, either. into his personal life. Yeah. 
And the the whole dynamic between him and Vanessa and his devotion for Vanessa is one of the most interesting things about the Kingpin. Like, yeah. in, you know, I think it's why the depictions of him in Into the Spider-Verse and the Daredevil TV show are both really strong is because we we see that this man, this is the one weakness this man has. And when it comes to, when it comes to Vanessa and his weakness for her, it's, it's, it's like kryptonite. Like he, he, there's no give for him. It, his life is devoted to her, and he he won't compromise anything. Yeah. Other other than obviously like keeping having a life of crime or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just really weird for this to be introduced in this episode so late. Like I just wish this had been set up a bit more. Like maybe we'd gotten more. With the amount of kingpin stuff that we have in all of the previous episodes, for her to just suddenly exist is really kind of bizarre, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it makes this whole these episodes a real fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, you, you never really get the idea in the previous episodes that he has any sort of life outside of his weird mm-hmm. uh, office in the Chrysler. <laughs> right, 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 and and that yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I mean, I'm down, like, whatever. Um, interesting thing that I don't... I, I never really hear anyone talk about it. Uh, obviously, Kingpin is, like, the antagonist in the Spider-Verse uh, mm-hmm. movie. Um, I never really totally cared about him in that movie that much. Oh, okay. I like that movie a lot, but, like, I don't know. It felt like they were juggling a lot of different villains in that movie, and... None of them really got the time necessary to grow on me in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, at one point I thought Doc Ock was the villain, then I thought maybe the Green Goblin was, and then I thought maybe the Kingpin was, and it's clearly the Kingpin, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. It seems like everyone else is doing everything for him, and he's just kind of angry. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I mean, I don't think that... Um, I don't think that he is necessarily one of the the strongest parts of Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But I do think that it works and like Sure. You know, I it's understand I understand his motivation and like yeah. you know, he's still just a villain, but at the end of the yeah. day, he's not he has at least a little a little dimension to him and yeah. we we understand why he he does what he what he does? We we, yeah. we will definitely, I think, at some point, get around to doing into the Spider Verse. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so Kingpin is there, and Vanessa's like, "I've had it up to here. I I don't want." He's like, "Tell me what you want, and I will buy it for you." And she's <laughs> like, "That's the whole point." She's like, "I don't want for anything. The only thing I want is for you to stop this. Like, let's like fucking." retire like you know we don't need to keep this up then we cut outside hammerhead has showed up he's taken out all of kingpin's guards uh kingpin gets a call and he's like sorry vanessa this is business and then um vanessa leaves and hammerhead bursts in and he's like i could destroy you kingpin and kingpin's like i think not and then he drops a chandelier (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he turns the, <laughs> the the diamond on his ring, drops the chandelier <laughs> on uh, Hammerhead, and I'm like, that was unnecessary. <laughs> but yeah. cool, I get it. He, sure. he, 
even even here in your house, you have you are prepared for anyone to to break in. And he grabs Hammerhead and he's like, "Fool! Didn't you? Wouldn't you think that I only let you get close to me because I wanted you to, or whatever?" And Hammerhead's like, "Oh yeah, you're really smart and stuff. That's why I want to work for you." And uh, Kingpin's like, "Okay, I'm going to give you like a mission if you." Because, you know, Hammerhead's all pissed about Silvermane letting him go. Um, and so Kingpin calls up Smythe and he's like, Smythe, is your next invention ready or whatever? And Smythe's like, yeah, totally, totally. And I was like, if this is a goddamn spider slayer, I am going to lose my fucking shit. And guess what? It fucking was. <laughs> now, it wasn't an actual... It was, an, it was more in line with the original spider slayers from the comic, which are like anthropomorphic... Uh, autonomous robots versus a giant spider robot so i'm glad it wasn't just another you know we didn't see the black widow again or whatever (laughs) um we cut to esu deborah whitman is leaving the uh uh the campus she's about to go on a date with flash and elisa silver who we've never met kate before Mm -hmm. never seen her never set her up as a character at all uh that just pops up and i wonder whose daughter this could be <laughs> like there is no they, later on in this episode like they try and do the reveal of like oh she's silvermane's daughter like of course yeah it's like what else who would it be like it's, yeah. it's there's no other likely candidate in the world right at this point right that would make any sense for that and, you know, again, this is a thing of, like, you couldn't have just introduced her, like, maybe at the beginning of the season when you were introducing us to Michael Morbius. Like, yeah. you could have just had her have a couple of lines here and there and be one of these students. And this would have yeah. been a more impactful thing where we give a shit, like, oh, you know, because they, they try and set her up as, like, another potential love interest for Peter. And you just don't <laughs> care. You just don't no. care. At all, and so I. Just... I'm already invested in Mary Jane, like 100. Oh, of course. So, like of anyone course. else, just kind of like get the fuck out of here. Right. And you know, it's it's hard to say. You know, obviously with our history of the character, we also know where this show goes. Yeah. You know, how we would feel if if this was all very fresh. But still, I have a feeling, yeah. even if this was my first time interacting with any kind of Spider-Man content, I'd be like. We know this isn't going to fucking be anything no. with Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Deborah goes off on her date with Flash. Uh, Elisa's like, where's Dr. Connors? And she's like, oh, he's up in the lab. So Elisa's about to walk into ESU, but then she sees Spider-Man swing into the lab. Spidey's there. He's there for his, uh, I guess, like weekly uh, treatments for his mutation. And mm-hmm. Doc Connors like, yo, come check this shit out that I got. And it's the Tablet of Time. And Doc Connors puts, like, beams UV light at the tablet. The tablet reflects it. And it kills this flower. And Spidey's like, isn't it meant to make things younger? And Doc Connors is like, I'm sure if, like, we tweak it and, like, we figure shit out, it will. And maybe we can use it to cure your mutation for good. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Doc Connors gives him the treatment uh, and just after that happens boom the mega slayer shows up this new spider-man slayer uh, spider slayer shows up to come steal the tablet uh, Spidey and the tablet 
uh, Spidey and the Slayer do some fighting, and then Spidey sneaks away with the tablet. Uh, but the Slayer follows him. They have like a big fucking battle, um, and uh, I guess he gets the tablet. I'm wondering how this all, this all <laughs> ends. Do you remember what happens? Does he get the tablet? Um, I don't recall. Yes, he does. He I does. watched. Okay. Yeah. I I watched this episode last week. Yes, if you remember, right? Because, by accident. Yes. But I watched the newest, the second episode uh, yeah. today. Yeah. So I'm all fussy on this one. Yeah. No. He um. He uh he he does get away with the tablet in the Slayer. Um. Mm-hmm. So Spidey. Uh, like changes into Peter Parker because the cops are everywhere and they're interviewing Doc Connors about what happened. And he sneaks out of these bushes into um, onto the street and runs into Elisa. And they have a chat and they're talking about um, school, I guess, and Doc Connors and all this stuff. And then Elisa's like, hey, like we should go on a date. And as they're walking down the street, Peter passes the coffee bean where Harry and MJ are on a date. And Peter's like, all right, well, maybe I should go on a date with Elisa. Like, let's make it happen if if, if my prospects with their Mary Jane are over. So they agree to go on a date later. Um, a kingpin rolls up to this toy store. <laughs> and I guess this is maybe might to be the tinkerer. I'm not quite sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I don't know if this character ever shows up again. But we see Probably another not. one of Kingpin's hidden bases, and it's in the back of this toy store. Um, yeah, that's a good call. I never even considered that. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's such a, it, might, <laughs> it might not be anyone. It really doesn't matter. So, whereas... So, Smythe is, like, looking at the tablet, and... Uh, instead of blasting it with UV rays like Doc Connors, he's been blasting it with infrared rays. And, like, that shit has been charging basically the tablet up. And Kingpin's like, dude, you got to figure this shit out, like, the secret of it. Because Silvermane's after this stuff. Like, and uh, Smythe is like, well, we need Dr. Connors. Like, if Dr. Connors and I can work on it together, then maybe we can figure it out. And Kingpin's like, get him or whatever. <laughs> and then we cut to Doc Connor's home, Martha and um, and Doc, Doc Connor's are chit-chatting. Spidey shows up uh, to talk to Dr. Kurt Connor's about the tablet. And then the Spider Slayer shows up and starts causing a ruckus. And the stress of the situation, I guess, causes uh, Kurt to turn back into the lizard. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the sure, lizard, yeah, exactly. Why not? Uh, lizard gets involved in the tussle and then, um, I love this bit because Smythe is a little overwhelmed fighting both Spidey and Spidey and the lizard and the kingpin gives him a call and Smythe is like, I'm, I'm, I'm dear, you know, I can't grab the dark. Like he's turned into this lizard and then kingpin's like, well, just grab somebody. <laughs> and, and he grabs Margaret, uh, Doc Connor's wife, and then he says to Spidey, "You have six hours to bring Doctor Kurt Connors to me. Um, otherwise, something bad will happen to to Margaret." And just as he flies off with Margaret, 
the lizard escapes into the sewers. Spidey's like, fuck, I'm going to go chase the lizard now. We cut to Silvermane's office. Tombstone has arrived. Cool character. I like Tombstone. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember that on the toy, on the action figure for Tombstone, he's got these like weird bony thighs that like stick out. And I don't know if it's meant to just be like the type of pant that he's wearing. Because you see it in this, it's a little detail, but you see his, like, the thigh on his pant, like, kind of flares outward. And on the toy, um, the, the that also happens, but I thought, like, maybe it's his bones. Like, he's just got, like, these, like, giant thigh bones or whatever. <laughs> anyway, I just remember that. That's something I just always remember about. <laughs> I used to think, okay, so mm-hmm. this was my first ever exposure to Tombstone. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, I would always see the movie Tombstone on, like, uh, the TV guide and the stuff. Western. I'd be like, they, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, they made a movie off the Spider-Man character? <laughs> right. That's so and fucking then, funny. I never knew it until like 10 years later that it's just a cowboy movie. Right. <laughs> Good cowboy movie, but not not based on the Spider-Man character. Today, if, 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 if that was today, I'd probably definitely think that considering there's a Venom movie and a Morbius sure, movie. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's oh my a God, little more understandable now. I mean, you know what, Cade? <laughs> I'd say we're never going to get a Tombstone movie, but we're getting Probably a morbius not. film so anything <laughs> is fucking possible yeah it's it's up there um so back at so tombstone's chatting with silvermane at which point we are it is revealed elisa is uh silvermane's daughter she comes in and she is like hey if you if you want the tablet she's like i know of a of a way to get it uh we just kidnap the kingpin's wife and Tombstone's like, cool, I'll go do that. So that's what he does. He goes ki- and kidnaps Vanessa. In the sewers, Spidey faces off against the lizard. Mm-hmm. And then he drags the lizard onto a, the third rail of the train tracks, which electrocutes him, stunning him. He brings him back to the lab. He shoots him with the neogenic recombinator ray that he uses for his own medical treatment. And he turns turns him back into Kurt Connors, at which point Tombstone shows up, fights Spidey, th- and and throws in like these gas grenades. And as they're fighting, the episode ends with Spidey choking. And he's like, "Oh my god, I can't breathe!" And Tombstone's like, "That's the great thing about me, I don't breathe." <laughs> and then it is to be continued. Dun dun dun. Um. Yeah. <sighs> Just a kind of mess of an episode. Too many characters. Too many the, characters. The, the plot is too, like... It's one of those Spider-Man comic books that you, like, pick up, I feel like, and you read it once, and then you never, ever, ever think about it again. Mm-hmm. No one ever tries to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones that are just lost in time. They happened, but no one thinks anything about it probably trying to fill a quota or something for the issues they have to release for the year. And it's it's a very by-the-numbers Spider-Man adventure um, that's not particularly interesting. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. The- it's, it's not interesting at all. And it, it only gets worse in the next episode because of how many 
because everyone's plan is just like, all right, let's kidnap this person, let's kidnap that person, and I'm just like losing track of who has who and who has who for what purpose. And then, then in the yeah. next episode, like it just gets it just gets even fucking messier. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. Did Shattered Dimensions the game have the Tablet of Time in it? Uh, the game revolves around an artifact known as the Tablet of Order and Chaos. And when it is shattered into pieces, <laughs> wow! I just had a stroke. Uh, when it is shattered into pieces during a fight between Spider-Man and Mysterio, causes problems with multiple Marvel Universe realities and Madam Web. Okay, so not Tablet of Time, but something similar, somewhat similar, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You ever play that game? Oh, Web of Shadows, absolutely. I would love. No, the. Uh... Shattered Dimensions. Oh, Shattered Dimensions. Sorry. Yes, I did play Shattered Dimensions. And then I played a bit of Edge of Time, which I think is the sequel. But they were like, hey, play this one where it's just Spidey and 2099. And I'm like, well, what? Like, what about. You kind of took away the thing we all liked about Shattered Dimensions. Why would you only make it two? Why is it not. Yeah. The Beanox games are weird, man. The Beanox Spider games are. are weird. All the way from Shadow Dimensions at a time to that amazing Spider Man, um, wow <laughs> adaptations, like yeah, oh, so bizarre. I'm so those, glad we got. I'm bad. so glad we 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 got 2018s. Uh, Honestly, the the amazing Spider Man as as much of a struggle as it was for us all Spider Man fans to sit through for those mm-hmm. four years or whatever it was. It was more than four, um, but yeah. It was 2012 and 2014, so yeah, I guess. Well, I I don't know math. It's hard. Um, <laughs> and uh, the that you know, as bad as they were to sit through, it gave us so much new stuff. Mm. <laughs> gave us Spider Man in the MCU. It was like, all right, well, we don't have games to do now, so just give them over to. Sony and hopefully they can figure it out on PlayStation. Mm. Sure as hell, they did. They fucking eventually nailed it. <laughs> took them a minute. A long time, yeah, took, they got there. Took them a minute. Um, All great things take time. Uh, okay, so the next episode is Ravages of Time. So this is chapter twelve here. So. Uh, Spidey is facing off with Tombstone. Tombstone escapes with the tablet. Uh, sorry, with Doctor Kirk Connors, and um, I guess he's driving around in a hearse. That's like his cover. Uh, so whatever. Um, so he escapes with <laughs> Doctor Kirk Connors, and then we get this fucking hilarious line from Spidey, where he, he's he you know he's choking in the in the smoke, and he's. I can't see, I can't see. And he's like, wait, I don't need to see because I know this lab. And then he uses <laughs> that to he uses that information and, and remembering that he's been in this lab multiple times to shoot a lo- switch on the wall, which turns on the fan, which gets rid of all the smoke, which is just such an uninspired way for Spidey to have gotten out of this situation. Like, they I know, were really just I've like, been in this room before. This? I know where the fan switch is. I'm like, 
you know, I don't, I don't even know where the fan switch is in my house. I know. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I'm like, if I was him and I was stuck in my own apartment, I would not be able to tell you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, there's like three switches and I'm like, I don't know which one does what. So. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's fucking, it was so funny. I was like, you could like the smoke didn't even need to happen. Like, why couldn't Tombstone have just yeah. like choked him out or something? I don't know. Like, yeah, or knocked him out. Like, drive. so stupid. And then you introduce the whole idea that Tombstone can't breathe, and I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like, doesn't go anywhere. As far is as he I a super? Vi- like, does he have powers or is he just like a muscle? Like, what? Yeah, oh, Tombstone's God. always been a weird character. I feel like in just like every version I've seen him in, where it's just kind of like. Mm-hmm. All right, so so what are you like? <laughs> you're an albino. He is albino. He is, is he it? is albino, but I think there's something. I think he does have some powers. Yeah, he does. I I used to think he was also a vampire when I was younger, just because he has a very vampire look to him. Well, but, I also uh, think that not... he gets caught up in um some of the Blade stuff when Blade returns later. Really, I think they have a history. Okay, um, cool. So, I might be misremembering stuff. I don't know, but we'll see. I, he definitely shows up again later yeah. in the show, right? So, uh, Spidey like runs to follow, um, like leaves, and he jumps onto. He's like, "Fuck, where where did Tombstone to, uh, Tombstone go?" Uh, and he lands on this on this roof, and he sees the coffee bean. Oh, that's right. He's going to the coffee bean because he's going to have a date with Elisa. He's like, fuck. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go on this date. I'm not going to fuck this up. I fucked over every fucking re- fucked up every relationship I've been in because of my Spider-Man antics. I'm going to go on this date to the coffee bean. At uh, which point, Hammerhead shows up to kidnap Elisa Silver. <laughs> uh, and he's like, what the fuck? Uh, and... Again, lots of fighting with Hammerhead, lots of charging, uh, using his head as a battering ram, uh, and he knocks Spidey into a pit, and then decides to um, use this cement mixer to drop a bunch of cement on Spidey, which is fucked up. That's fucked up shit right there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, and Spidey uses... Uh, uh, the truck pulling away he he webs onto it and oh no he webs <laughs> he webs to pull like the like gear lever but i guess mm-hmm. that might also be like the accelerator as well so he pulls the shift to have the vehicle move forward and then he webs the vehicle and it pulls him out again like these are all just so silly ways for him to use mm-hmm. his powers and be stuck in certain situations <laughs> But um, Hammerhead does get away with Elisa Silver. He brings her to Kingpin. And Kingpin's like, cool, like I have uh, a bargaining chip. And yeah, at this point, I'm like, who has the tablet? Where is Doc Connors? And it doesn't help that Hammerhead used to work for Silvermane. And then now works for Kingpin. Uh-huh. So just at any point in this episode, I'm like, who has who? Who is got... What what are they bargaining what for? Like so stupid. <laughs> um at Silverman's headquarters he's rebuilt the Toltec pyramid. Um which he shows off to 
Kirk Connors, who, as a as a man of science, is very impressed by the whole situation. And uh, I guess I don't know if he has Martha. No, Kingpin still has Margaret Connors' wife. So, um, yeah, I. I but then uh, Silvermane gets a call from one of his henchmen, and he's like, Kingpin has your daughter, and Silvermane, like, doubles over because he's old, and he's like, I can't take I can't take it if anything happens to her and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We cut back to Peter. He's at his um, apart, uh, at Aunt May's house. He is formulating a new web formula so he can put a tracer on the new Spider Slayer that because I think the, the the spider slayer has a super slick alloy that prevents his web from like sticking to it, so he's now built a web that can stick to that. There, there's always mm-hmm. something. There's always something in Spider-Man lore where it's like, oh, my webs don't stick to this. Now let me just yeah. make them extra sticky. <laughs> it's a little, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to say. I get you. No. Yeah. Um. So he uh, he meets with Smythe at the top of the who's you know the, at the Mega Slayer or whatever. He meets with him at the top of the Empire State Building, and um, he explains like, "Hey, I don't have Connors. He got taken by Silvermane." And Smythe is like, "Well." I don't know if I believe you, but like I'm just gonna destroy you, whatever. So they, they fight, they they give chase, um, and Spidey like hides and then he, uh, has stuck the tracer on the Slayer and then escapes. Then he uses the tracer to track the Slayer back to this base. He finds that they have Martha, they have Elisa, and he's confused. He's like, why? Do they have a Lisa? Because he doesn't understand, obviously. He doesn't even know who Silvermane is. Uh, he, you know, um, at this point. So, Silvermane and Kingpin have struck a deal. They're going to give Dr. Kirk Connors and um, Vanessa in return t- for the tablet and uh, Elisa. And then shit obviously goes wrong. There's a lot here like people i it's a mess it's a fucking mess of a moment um (laughs) but i forget who like who ends up with who this is my whole thing is i think elisa hammerhead kidnaps elisa so kingpin still Mm -hmm. has her correct um tombstone's at dr connor's lab tombstone yes so silvermane gets martha and uh sorry margaret Tombstone, okay. Kingpin gets Vanessa back. <laughs> Kingpin gets Vanessa back. He also gets Elisa. Yeah. Kurt Connors and Martha Connor, Margaret Connors, and the tablet are kidnapped by Tombstone. So Silvermane has yeah. the tablet and Dr. Kurt Connors, but Kingpin still has Silvermane's daughter. That's how this all shakes out. It was so fucking confusing <laughs> to watch. Yeah, it's, there's a lot going on and I, I i don't know why they thought they could fit all of this in 20 minutes mm-hmm. or i guess Agreed. 40 if you put or that any of these so. char- half of these characters even needed to be involved yeah uh, they're really 
they don't add anything. You can remove them largely, and and there there's there's little consequences seen by that. Right, like we didn't need. I I didn't need any personal reason for Silvermane or Kingpin to be to have like personal re- like Alisa. Alisa, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but like these these two women like Alisa and and Vanessa just complicate this storyline. Mm-hmm. It it should have just been one of them has the tablet and the other one has the doctor who can make the tablet work, and that's the trade off, and that's. That's the the kind of uh, impasse that they find themselves in. One of them has the, t- the device, and one of them has the only person that can work the device. That was enough motivation for them to strike a deal and for them to be frustrated by the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, having Vanessa and Elisa just massively complicates this, Yeah, you know... Um, this storyline. Agreed. Uh, Spidey, f- God. Okay. Well, we're not we're not out of the woods here, Kate. So fucking Spidey chases after Hammerhead in the helicopter. Uh, this is the moment we get where Hammerhead yeah. runs right at the AC unit, <laughs> and not no like at Spider Man. Yeah, he at gets his AC and unit. he gets his head stuck, and he's stuck. And the he animation really every time he gets his head stuck is the same fucking animation. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. oh, oh, like, <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's, it's, it's a fucking... Sp- Sp- <sighs> Spidey <laughs> thinks he's rescued Elisa because obviously he thinks she's just innocent and he has no fucking idea why she is involved in this. Um, and then Elisa pulls out the laser pistol and, like, stuns Spidey and he's like, what the fuck? So he's stunned. And apparently she knows how to fly helicopters because she just jacks the helicopter and jacks Spider-Man. Uh, and Hammerhead's like stuck on the roof like, what the fuck? Back at Smite's lab, he's repairing the Mega Slayer. Uh, Kingpin's talking to Vanessa and Vanessa's like, I'm done. Like, you wrap this shit up and then we got to figure some shit out. At which point Hammerhead shows up. And he's like, I lost them, boss. I lost, you know, like, you know, I, I don't have the girl, all this stuff. But then Smythe <laughs> finds the spider tracer on the Mega Slayer. And he's like, if I reverse the signal, if she's got Spider-Man, I can use this. To, I can reverse the signal to track the homing device Spider-Man has. And then we can find Silvermane. And I'm like, this is interesting. This makes sense. We've set up that he has these traces. Right. We've set up yeah. that he's used a tracer on the Slayer. And this is a really smart way for them to find out where they're keeping him, where the Tablet of Time is. More of this, mm-hmm. please. And not just, yeah. you know, not to talk, not to now compare this to The Last of Us, but we talk about convenience <laughs> in story, you know. Yes. Th- this, this episode is-, is full of them. And this yeah. is like one of the things that actually worked for me. I totally agree. Yeah, that that is a that was an interesting thing, especially because we we've seen him throw the the homing devices constantly and all that, and it you know he just tracks down the people or whatever. But now it's it's an issue for him, which is more interesting. Right. Exactly. Like, oh shit! Like they can reverse track this. Like that's yeah. That's a that's a, that's frustrating <laughs> for Spidey. Exactly. Um. So. Uh, back at Silvermane's headquarters, 
the Doc Collins has figured it out. He's figured out a way to have the aging work properly, or the de-aging, I guess, work properly. Um, and but uh, and everyone's like, "Cool, like let's fucking boot this shit up and just juice up Silvermane with it." And Doc Collins is like, "Hey, like we we just tested this on a flower, like." We got to do human trials. Like, we got to, you know, we got to get FDA approval. <laughs> you know, like, there's more steps involved before we should do it on a human. Nope. Mm-hmm. No one's going to listen to reason here. Silvermane's like, I'm ready. And and that's the funny thing. Oh, my God. And then Tombstone walks into Silvermane's office. Silvermane is sitting there looking at a watch, literally watching time pass by. Tombstone comes in and says, it's time. And then Silvermane goes... Time, yes. This is all about time. We have no more time. It is my time. It is the time of Silvermane. And I'm just like, oh my, did we really need yeah. this fucking monologue, this call out of what this episode is about? You know, oh my God, so stupid. It's, it's a little uh, heavy-handed. It is very fucking heavy-handed. So they load the tablet into the fucking museum, uh, and uh, Doc Connors is like, look, I'm begging you, like, don't do this. It could go really bad. Spidey sees them doing it, and he's like, shit, the Doc must have figured it out, but, like, this might scramble his shit. Um, uh, and... As all this is going on, the Mega Slayer shows up and starts fighting Tombstone. Uh, Tombstone knocks it. The Mega Slayer's laser cuts, you know, accidentally cuts Spidey free. So now Spider-Man's free. Um, but Tombstone is able to beat the Mega Slayer. Um, and so they're like, cool, great. Uh, Tombstone goes into the pyramid. They start juicing, juicing it up. They have the sunlight come in. The sun's rising. They have... They- open up a hole in the ceiling the sunlight comes in he gets juiced man he gets fucking just covered in this light from the tablet of time Mm -hmm. and he becomes young and it all works uh meanwhile the stress of this situation is you know doc is now again reverting back into the lizard Mm -hmm. uh there and he's like, yes, daughter, like, now I can, I'm young again, I can fucking defeat my enemies, like, Spider-Man, so he goes over to Spidey, who has been captured again, oh, oh, no, what his, so he wasn't fully free, just like one of his arms was, I'm a little confused, but whatever, he tries (laughs) to take off the mask, Spidey's mask, at which point the lizard shows up, because he breaks through the wall, and then this is what I don't understand, is that Silverman got powers, like, he's dodging the lizard, like, you're just yeah, young. You're just like a guy. young dude. Like oh, you're what's a young guy? It's <sighs> there's a lot of weird shit in this episode. And I just I, I don't I you know I watched it earlier today. Hang on. Yeah. That was your package. Okay. Here? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Do you need to go grab it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> real fill time while Cade go grab no, it. No, no, I got it now. I got it. Oh, okay, now. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you got it. Sorry. Okay, no worries. Uh, yeah, there's um, just like a lot of half-assed explained things. Like, is it the tablet that is making him able to go toe to toe with the lizard? Is it what? Did he have powers at one point? Like, 
It's just weird. It's just weird. Oh. Yeah. It's it's oh. it's a it's a weird, weird, weird episode where you know, watching it even an hour ago, I'm still like in this state of not knowing what I just watched. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. No, really, it is like that. It really is like that. Um Well. Uh anyway. So so young Solomon is there, and he's like, "Cool, I can take on the fucking lizard. Like, we're all good to go." Um, but then he starts like stressing out, and um, he starts getting younger and younger, and he turns into a little kid, and then he eventually just turns into a baby. And this is literally mm-hmm. the scene from Endgame where they accidentally turn Scott Lang into a baby, <laughs> but it's meant to be serious and all this stuff. Um. And yeah, I don't know what happens. Tombstone gets fucking knocked out. Um, they ch- oh, that's right. They try to put um, the baby back in the tablet of time uh, pyramid. Um, I, d- I don't <laughs> know what the show of the baby is. Just <laughs> it's, it's so I know, dumb. and and like Elise is there, like holding it. Scott Lang. And yeah, I'm, and she's and he's crying, and I'm just like. <laughs> this must be really weird for her to be holding a baby that is her dad who was like yeah, five minutes I'd ago 100 years old tripping the fuck out i'd be like i don't even know what to do uh that's a scary situation <laughs> and and so i don't know i i again like that a lot starts happening very quickly um yeah the place is like collapsing or something or no she she's trying to like collapse it on them or something i i just she's telling spidey gets free to do something yeah he he headbutts with tombstone oh sorry he headbutts with tombstone is knocked out hammerhead shows up um he hammerhead and spidey fight tombstone zaps both of them so they get knocked out Mm -hmm. then the lizard um then the lizard and tombstone fight and tombstone uh oh that's right that's right okay tombstone knocks the lizard into the pyramid locks him inside the pyramid and elisa's like yo like open up the ray doors we'll just like the we'll we'll boost the tablet with energy and it'll just blow this whole place up i think is their plan <sighs> okay tombstone's in the fucking uh lizard's in the fucking pyramid He's getting blasted by the rays. Uh, Elisa and uh, Tombstone escape. Spidey wakes up. He goes into the pyramid. He saves the lizard. He's jumping around, avoiding all of the rays. And I'm like, hey, maybe jump into one of the rays. And then you'll have your shit cured or whatever. Uh, But uh, the the rays hit Dr. Kirk Connor, uh, the lizard, revert him back into Dr. Kirk Connors. Spidey escapes with Margaret, Kurt, and himself through the roof of the building just before it explodes. And that all happens in the span of a minute, and it is a lot. It's a mess. It is an absolute Um, mess. I, I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut we cut we cut to Wilson's house. Vanessa is there and she's like, I'm piecing, I'm leaving you, Wilson. Uh but uh and Wilson's like, I'm fucking devastated by this shit. 
Hammerhead shows up and he's like, hey, I got something that might cheer you up. And Hammerhead was able to rescue the tablet from the the building. And mm-hmm. Kingpin's like, get that the fuck away from me. I want nothing to ha- do with this tablet. He's like, I don't care about that. All I, ca- mm-hmm. all, you know, all I care about is Vanessa. Um, we cut to Doc Connor's lab. Doc Connor is waking up. Margaret and Spidey are there. And Connors is like, I think I'm cured. And like, it's a real shame that we don't have that tablet because, hey, it could cure you. And Spidey's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Then we cut to the final scene, which is Hammerhead has sold the tablet to a mysterious buyer. I thought this was Professor Xavier, honestly. I know. I was like, I well, know, what's going on? I know. I, I'm 800% sure that's his, that's his model. Like... It's just the same it, one. <laughs> yeah, and it looked like it was in his office that we saw right in the X Mansion, whatever. So yeah, looking like, at it, it does look like him. They just gave him like more intense brows, but that's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. It's like a combination between Xavier and Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean these episodes, like I said, they're a mess. Um, they're, they're bad. They're bad. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's and it's a shame because like Tombstone's cool, you know. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily hate the idea that there's this tablet and it makes him youthful. Like I think, that, yeah. I think there's interesting, you can do interesting things with that. There's interesting elements to these episodes, and it is just get rid of the fucking Spider Slayer. Get rid yeah. of all of these characters who I don't think we ever really see them again. I don't know if Elisa no. and her baby dad ever come back. Like, <laughs> you know, I would hope so. That's a big thing. Just just to like, out there right. in the world. Maybe they do. <laughs> I, I really don't know. This show though is about to get really fucking weird though, because it's kind of like at this point, the show starts to have. Um, yeah, it starts to get weird. Oh, the spot episode is next season. Very cool. I can't wait. Yeah. I love the spot. Oh, Tombstone doesn't have a history with Blade. He has a history with Robbie. Oh, right. yes. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah right. that's, that's what that, that was is. one of like the first but I think exposures Blade to might Tombstone be I in had. that episode. I think Blade it might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, And then... Uh, I mean, obviously, the end scene sets up for what's about to happen with the Vulture, who is in the is the focus of the season finale, which are the next two episodes, uh, chapters thirteen, Neogenic Nightmare, chapters thirteen and fourteen, uh, Shriek of the Vulture, and then the final nightmare. So, you know, it sets up for these Vulture episodes, which I remember being good. I also remember mm-hmm. being a little scared by them and we'll get we'll we'll get really? to that, yeah, because of what Vulture does and all this stuff. I don't um, particularly remember this stuff, okay. so it'll be new for me. Well, we'll be talking about them ne- uh next week. Uh yep. yeah, man. D- disappointing. Like I said, and more entertaining than the Spider Slayer episodes at the very least. Yeah. They're just yeah. messy. They're just so yeah. poorly constructed. Spider Slayer was so bad. It was just like, it wasn't even fun to watch. It wasn't yeah. funny. It wasn't right. entertaining action watch. Just, right. yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything left to say there, Cade. Um, we nope. will be back next week for Shriek of the Vulture and the Final Nightmare, the season finale for, for season two. And then maybe we'll do a little. 
comparison of how we felt between the two uh, seasons. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be getting into season three, which, yeah, gets into some weird shit. Doctor Strange is the season premiere for season yes. three. So. Very exciting. There it is. Um, all right, Cade, I'll speak to you next week. And to Alrighty. all of our listeners, have a web swing good day. <laughs>